What's up, and welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Danny, aka the Sun Destroyer, <laughs> accompanied by Aslam, Rock out of the Sun, and Dan, Papa Sun Killer. <laughs> How's it going, Dan? I, I feel like, like with, my new name? I feel like with your new name, we should almost be like a tag team. <laughs> like when we're out there just destroying the sun while killing it. Um, in this episode, never take me down. We don't, we don't <laughs> talk about the Batman. We're going to talk about the Batman. We're going to give you our top five Batman. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe maybe a little bit less. Who knows? But you never have enough Batman. Never. That's right. So sit back, relax, while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom. And you got damn ears. Where is she? <laughs> Music. <laughs> Everybody, this is LWG coming at you. Podcasting, <laughs> turn those dials around, tune in oh, all the podcast oh. stations. <laughs> uh, so, today we're going to start the podcast with a personal experience of mine, and uh, I've never really experienced it before from anyone close. Uh, um, so this weekend, my girl, you know, I was having like st- st- pains in her stomach. And then so Monday, she finally went into the hospital. And it turns out she had appendicitis. And, uh, you know, so uh, she, they, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't too bad because they like set up the operation for the next morning. So, I mean, uh, you know, they, they weren't like in a super rush, but, you know, they took care of it. Um But, you know, I live in California, and she's in New Jersey right now, so there's, like, time difference. So I woke up, like, really early, like, at 6 a.m. I hit her up. I was like, so when's the surgery? And she's like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, now. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I don't hear from her for, like, six or six, seven hours. And I'm just like, she should be awake right now. Did she die? And, like, I'm building this up in my head. I'm just like, no, 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 let me just keep working. Let me keep busy. And next thing you know, I'm just like, I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm, like, delivering balls to the walls, crying. I'm, like, in front of this house. I'm just like, I hope they don't fucking come out. (laughs) And so, because I really, like, I don't know. I'm just, even though appendectomy is, like, very common. I don't know. I was just building it up in my head. I was like, she's dead. She's dead. (laughs) It's, like, six hours. And then finally she hit me up, and I was like, oh, God, thank God. It's like the longest six hours ever. <laughs> but uh, so I just want to shout out my girlfriend uh, for not dying on me. And, you know, you know, we're so we're still stuck together. Yes. And, uh, you know, I love her to death. And I'm glad she yes, made it. Yes, glad through. you made yeah, it. Through. Absolutely. I'll wow. see. I'll see you next week, girl. <laughs> yeah. Appendicitis. I've yep. only seen yeah. it like in shows or movies or something. I don't know anybody who had appendicitis. And like my mom had her gallbladder yeah. removed. <clears throat> But I, I like yeah, cause ap- I know with same. appendicitis, yeah, like if you mind. don't catch it, like if it stays a while and you ignore it, like your appendix could uh, burst, yeah, rupture, and then like yeah. that toxic fluid will enter your rupture. system and. <clears throat> mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, luckily, they caught it before that. It was just inflamed, so you know it wasn't. Uh, Do it now. When it's yeah. ruptured, that's when you gotta like go in and fucking clean everything and and uh, you know all that. Like you said, all the bacteria is like now in the body. But uh, I looked it up, oh, and it just said the appendix just holds good bacteria, and then uh, flushes it back in to your stomach after, like you know, uh, after like a few oh, cycles or whatever, <laughs> you know, just to <clears throat> repopulate the good bacteria, the the good like biomes in your stomach. But uh, it kind of gets bottled because it's like a finger, like appendage type thing. Mm-hmm. The uh the neck kind of gets bottlenecked and then eventually the it gets filled up with uh bacteria and then it all just ah, okay balloons out yeah, it into has ruptures no relief because uh, of the okay. bottleneck because it's, it's not I guess it's not like a yeah no relief and so all the bacteria is just building and building and building and hey I too guess much of anything is bad right? turns into bad bacteria <laughs> too know. much water is bad for you and yeah yeah so. Uh, Little little science yeah, and uh, biology for y'all. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good thing she's doing. Yeah, we're right. also gonna shout yeah. out Henry, yeah, number yeah, one fan. He's doing better, thank God. Um, yes, we are. Uh, he had to go for another surgery mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back. Um, he's back home now. He just t- let us know that he got his staples removed. He's recovering well. So. <clears throat> yep. Wait, he had another one after yeah, the yeah. other one. Well, no, that's the one we talked about last week. Oh okay okay. He, oh my he, god. Today like, uh, wow. today he told us that he had had his uh, staples removed. Yeah, he you then know he those showed like, off, like uh, you know the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the craziest you know, flex. Like, the He's just like uh, staples removed put together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had he he's doing the Gundam wing. Yeah, um, I used to love those when I was younger and play uh one with the two guns, the two big guns. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it looks awesome. He's he said he's gonna do yeah, sand yeah. rock for me next that's time. Pretty badass, because that's my favorite one. Shout out to Henry. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, so guys, I I, I just want to let you know that I cured the genophage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I cured the genophage. And how'd you Good do man. that? Good man. So if you don't know what I'm talking I know about, the details. we're what getting happens? into what we played this week, and I'm starting it off. Um, I've been playing Mass Effect 3, and uh, I did the missions where <laughs> we cured the genophage, which was the um, bioweapon used on the by the Turians on the Krogans to Krogans. pretty much make them sterile. Um, most... Uh, like 90% sterile, like they still could sterile. reproduce, Ooh, wow. but it's like mostly. And so, yeah, so I went in, I, I kicked ass. I did all the three <laughs> missions on um, the planet. <laughs> I stopped the bomb. Oh, thank God. All right. I, I was cute. I was, I was really hoping you didn't really? do it in the wrong order. Cause that, that ends up being very bad if you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was okay, going to tell well, you, I, I was like, no, he's, he's right order. He got like, I st- <laughs> yeah, I did the. Uh, you did the bombs first. Uh, did I do the bombs? Ladies first? and gentlemen, always do the bombs first. <laughs> always. <laughs> yeah, cause cause the genophage yeah, I, I left like to the end, and then there was like rescuing He's the team, done the bombs, <laughs> and then doing the. So I think I rescued the team. Mm-hmm. I stopped the bomb, and then I um, mm-hmm. because when you rescue the team, you have the 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 that guy's son. I forget the prime mark's son, and then he's the one that stops the bomb and. Yeah. What? No, no. The prime. Grunt. 
Yeah, he zoned the. Oh, I'm sorry. The no, bomb. the Primarch zone. I know you're talking. About. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then with the Genophage, um, yeah, I cured the Genophage, and I went back in. The Grunt is w- is with you when you do the um, the Rachni. the Rachni shit. Yeah. So I let her go again because mm-hmm. I'm like she's gonna help us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Primarch's son died. Um, the 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 Turian. The Turian died. I forgot his name. The doctor. Um, no, Salarian. not the, the Salarian. Yeah, there you go. Um, he he well, died. Which one did you have? Which one do you have? The one that I had in Mass Effect 2. Okay. Yeah. It is possible that you have a different Salarian there. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you had um, Morden. Yeah. Oh, I could have saved yeah. Morden's life. <laughs> a second time? <laughs> So the way it works is, if in Yo, Mass why are you Effect holding 2, out on me, bro? In Mass Effect Two, if Morden doesn't survive, mm-hmm. remember how Morden had like, oh. somebody that worked under him? Yeah, that person that works under him cures the genophage in oh, uh, Mass Effect Three. That dude died in but, Mass Effect Two. On uh, now, he for me he survived in Mass Effect Two just so that we can. I'm not gonna keep you. If you let him live, it helps benefit something else. Okay, but um. Uh, you can actually save Morden's life mm. and from like ever from not doing thing, but in order to do that, you cannot cure the genophage. He's oh. he, like he's gonna go cure the genophage, and you're like, why don't we just tell him that we did do it and not do it? Mm. That way, they think we did, mm. and that that's how you save Morden's life. Oh yeah, yeah, that was an option. I was like, nah, we're doing it. I I want him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I also cure. told them about. <laughs> What that Salarian um, counselor said. I, I yeah, as we soon were as, like, hey, yeah, exactly. As soon yeah, as yeah. like they're like gave me the option, I was like, tell him. I was like, fuck this yep. bitch. You know what they just told me? <laughs> I'm a tattle on this bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I successfully cured the genophage. You know, Rex is getting busy on his planet, um, making babies. So what, what's up with the female Krogan? Uh, yeah, she was fine. She survived. She said thank you. She sent me a letter. Uh, was was there anything else? Yeah. What that letter say? It's 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 potential. It, there's a possibility that she does not survive. After this? Uh, Damn! If I played, I probably would have got down. Yeah. I, while you're trying to cure it, I I could be completely wrong, but I if, while you're trying to cure it, if something happened, if there's one decision that if you make incorrect earlier, I forgot where. Mm-hmm. She does die in the process of curing, curing the, the genophage. No, she survived. She was fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 I, so what, what's the next step? It seems there? like I accidentally do things right. So. Um, yeah. Hey. So what do you got next? I mean, he gets lucky. <laughs> Yo, for real. Um, what's he's gonna recruit? He's gonna recruit a reaper. <laughs> <laughs> By accident. Be like that's not supposed to happen. I convinced him. We had a talk. <laughs> One, one day he just started following yeah. me. <laughs> um, I'm. I actually think that's what Leviathan is. It's just another Reaper because it's. It sounds like a, a Reaper name, like one of those big ships. Did you finish the Leviathan missions? Or no, no, not yet. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's what it so. is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, right. <clears throat> but yeah, I forgot what the big missions that are next. I think I'm gonna go back to the Citadel now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the uh, Arya mission. Um, and then there's a couple other missions. Miranda's on the station. She wants to see me. Like, speak to Miranda for sure. Yeah. Never not speak to Miranda. Huh? 
Never not speak to Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to speak yeah. to her. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah. Damn, Miranda needy as hell. Yeah. Hey, she she had she. <laughs> Is she we got dating? the dick in season. Uh, see, I was about to say season two. Season she, two. She season got the two? dick in uh, game two, so you know maybe she wants it again. But I, I'm she I'm already going with uh, she ain't a pot. Um, Liara, so I'm good. Mm. Oh, this hard set. I've already decided. <clears throat> there you go. Jack tried yeah, to hit this too, that. so she was just like, but I was like, nah, bitch, <laughs> get out of here with your nonsense. Jack could like murder you. <laughs> yeah. I'm Shepard, bro. I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. <clears throat> Jack like destroyed like a planet, <laughs> sort of. And I would destroy that ass, <laughs> but I'm not. So she lucky. All right. So on my end, I um <laughs> finished uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I beat the, I beat the whole game. Nice, nice. Um, so Ooh. I did that. I saved the world. Um, I became a god, and then I wasn't a god. Um, in Tomb Raider, yeah. Oh, get supernatural like that. Things got intense. Oh shit, Lara Croft was a god. Not for I know you guys. Lara ha- Croft. I mean, seriously, play the last trilogy, like the last three Tomb Raider I've, games. I've was, Tomb Raider, I was Rise always, of the Tomb Raider, yeah. and Shadow. I was always interested Definitely in it. Them. Um, yeah, I just never got around. Obviously, because I never played video I don't games. Know. Are but... they on the Switch? <laughs> They're, they're they're good. They're definitely yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're on the Switch actually. You can check that out. Um, I so I did that. Then I was just jumping around playing random things. Um, I started getting back into Yakuza Five. Um, so I'm back in there. I'm Taiga Saijima. You know, I'm out there. I'm back in the back in the city <laughs> doing my stuff. Okay. Oh damn. Um, oh damn. So I was doing that. I played a little bit of um. I was playing some Yu-Gi-Oh on PS Five. I do that every once in a while when I'm in between games. I jump in and I play some Yu-Gi-Oh and I do a couple matches. What Yu-Gi-Oh game is it? Um, oof, I, off the top of my head, I forgot what it is. I'll look it up. Um, is it on the Switch? I also, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, that would be um, great. Um, I would do that on the Switch. <clears throat> yeah, I'll I'll look it up. I'll tell you what it got. And then we can play each other. Get some old school battle. So in, while right? I was doing that, I was also um, I was playing some Doctor Mario, getting back into that, and it's fun since Ooh. my mom's here. Um, it's called Yu-Gi-Oh Legacy of the Duelist. There's a newer version that's out though. So I was playing Dr. Mario, and my mom and I used to play when I was younger, and we used to, like, go back and forth, Dr. Mario, see who was better. Um, the thing is, I, I haven't stopped playing in the past, like, 30-whatever years. So I've become, like, really good. So she jumped in, and I, I destroyed her. It was uh, you just demolished so your easy. mom. You're terrible. Um, but, um, but, no, I did that. And, yeah, now I'm focusing on Yakuza 5 and jumping in, doing some Yu-Gi-Oh! whenever I get a chance. But uh, that's all I've been playing. What about you, Danny? Uh, I'm still playing The Witcher. I'm getting um, I'm getting way past you guys. Uh, you know, I'm keeping it going. It's uh, it's funny because you guys did the same thing with Pokemon. You were like, oh, we played it for a week <clears> and then put it down. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm seeing yeah. this one through. Uh, I play a lot of games, man. It's my speed. Of, it's my speed of game. I really like running around and doing the missions, and it's fun to do. Oh, Witcher. Free time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The Witcher. Uh, Wild Hunt. I'm still trying to find Siri. Um. Right now on the dandelion missions. No, if you just uh, say if you just say like, Siri, she listens, and then you just tell her what you need to tell her. <laughs> yeah, Siri, find Siri. <laughs> oh God, <clears throat> uh, you know I'm getting pretty good. I, I uh, 
got a saddle that has like 50 stamina i mean uh i don't know if that's like that's not end game good but you know considering where i started um i feel like i run forever now <laughs> and uh and my powers i'm like uh asked uh, they're reaching like the next rank i'm able to like instead of just blasting the flame i can like hold it now and channel it and like burn multiple people and like control where it goes i'm like turning more into like a sorcerer almost so it feels like and uh uh, my shield power is also like everything's just fucking growing, and it's uh it's fun for me. I, I'm enjoying it, so uh, hey, it, you know, I'm I'll pretty sure it was game of the year. It. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an amazing <laughs> it game. It was, it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know exactly how far I am in, but uh, I'm like level twelve, so uh, I'm moving. I'm nice. moving. I'm, it's a long game, as far as I know. I, you probably got like another two years worth of playing. Probably, because I've seen some missions, they're like, don't start until level 32. I, like, somehow got into one of those missions, and then uh, it was like, use your Witcher senses and and check the sewers. And so I, like, went into the sewers, and there's this enemy there with, like, a question mark. And you know, when you see an enemy with a question mark, it's never good. So I'm, like, trying to fight this thing. I'm, like, giving it hell. And then I realized, like, oh, that shit's not going to die. And then... And then uh, it got lucky on me. My like hit my shields and it hit me again, and I died in one hit. So I was like, "Oh, okay. Let me check this mission." Like, and it's like, "Oh yeah, you're not strong enough for this shit." And uh, that that's been my gaming this week. I've, I've also been very busy. I have like two tests this week from school. Mm. So, <laughs> Witcher. I feel like I got another month on that. Probably month. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. It might be, it might be longer. Honestly, God, it might be long. No, well, it's just because um, uh, Thanksgiving break is next week, so I'm oh, gonna have a week to myself. So, uh, you know, I'll be able to fucking blast through it. Yeah. Yep, and I and I have a flight, a six hour flight, so I'm probably gonna be just be playing that shit. And that, that's phone, that's so. the best thing about the Switch. You just play it right on the plane. Yeah, yeah. You play it right on the plane. Yep, that's that's a great I'm, thing. We, I'm we still chasing Siri thirty thousand yeah. feet in the air. She can hear you up there. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she can hear you. Is that you, Geraldo of Rivia? Is <laughs> Geraldo? Oh, man. Yes, it is me, Geraldo Rivia. <laughs> Why is he Italian? I don't know. I see Mario. <laughs> I think we made him Hispanic last I week. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. So that's so. Uh, who, who, do you, who wants to start off with the news? All right, I'll go first. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... We got some more Avatar The Last Airbender casting. Uh, I think last week I mentioned that Daniel Day Kim has been cast as um, Fire Lord Ozai. And uh, great casting. We got another Uh three amazing castings. We have Paul Sun Hyung Lee, um, a.k.a. Appa from Kim's Convenience. I don't know if you guys watched that show on Netflix. Nope. Nah. Awesome, funny little sitcom based in Canada. Asian family that runs a convenience store. Uh, Korean family that runs a convenience store. Uh, Appa is a really funny um, actor. If you do, just go check out. Um, Appa is the word for father in Korean. So not actual Appa, the bison. Um, I keep picturing the bison. Yeah. Just like... um, <laughs> so he's he's been cast as Uncle Iroh. Looks exactly like Uncle Iroh. Um, he's like in uh, in the show. He's like a sweet old man, and that's what Uncle Iroh is. And he's a badass. So 
I think that's a great casting. Um, hopefully, I don't screw up these names. I apologize to Paul uh, Lee if I messed up his name. Um, next up is uh, Monk Yatso. Uh, they cast uh, Lim K. Su. Uh, don't really know the actor, um, but looks cool. And then we got Ken Lung um, as Commander Zhao. Uh, Ken, if you guys uh, remember, um, he my most memory of him is um, uh, the fuck. What's the movie with uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan? Rush Hour. Rush, Rush Hour, Hour One. The bad guy from Rush Hour One. Oof. I don't remember that at all. Um, the age, the the Asian guy like that a million years where ago. where Chris Tucker like throws a napkin at him, and be like, uh, "Clean yourself up, you're dead," because because he had given him a napkin. He's like, "Clean yourself up, you're bleeding." <clears throat> Dude, do you remember that scene at all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not at all. I don't. Your memory. I feel like you remember the that fact that literally. you have no memory, but you remember that. <laughs> Through his Alzheimer's, he's just like, you remember that scene? Never that forget <laughs> Rush Hour. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing in life. I can forget everything, but do not forget Rush Hour. Rush Hour was an important part of my childhood. That movie <laughs> I mean, was fucking phenomenal. Um, I love. I, mean, I like Rush Hour, but I'm not like the biggest Rush Hour fan. I loved all the Rush Hours. He learned, he learned to never touch a black man's yeah. radio. I loved all That's the Rush the Hours. Only thing I remember from that life, movie, life lessons. The comedy in it was fantastic. Jackie Chan was awesome. Love. I back then Jackie Chan was like my favorite action star of all time. He was funny. He can do it all. Is it in your top ten? Yeah, I would say yeah. Of childhood movies, yeah, top ten. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It would be number 10, <laughs> but yeah, top 10. Um, all the Rush Hours, though, not just still, Rush Hour 1. still top. I would, I would combine okay. all of them. They count as one. I mean, as of right now, my memories are probably equal. Of all three movies, maybe equal like 15 minutes, maybe. In Rush Hour <laughs> That's 2. That's all I remember. And Man, Rush I Hour 2, like... my favorite part was in the bloopers when he kicked uh, Jackie's uncle. <laughs> uh, like, Sparta kicked him out of the window. And then in the blooper, he was like, damn, he ain't going to be in Rush Hour 3. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, I mean, yeah, no, it sounds funny. I don't know if it's real though. <laughs> I don't think I've it was seen a blooper, that. so it was like at the end. Yeah, so I remember watching. I remember the bloopers at the end. I don't remember that blooper. But hey, yeah. bro, <laughs> you think I'm fucking lying, bro? Go check it out right now. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm <laughs> just saying you have not, a very selective memory. Nah, the way you guys talk to me right now. Hour. <laughs> He's like, you remember that. <laughs> Is it be, when you, remember, you remember the pants Jackie Chan was wearing in the third scene of the second movie five minutes in? You remember that red leather? That red leather? He was, a, he was a member in the back scene? Whatever, oh, man. Yeah. What else do you remember from that movie? And the first one, I remember He's because like, remember because the, the bad scene? guy was a white guy. And then he had the... Because uh, his um, he was doing that new Chinese thing. And he he did like the story of the dragon and like... And the villagers and like, oh, it was like this is a very nice story, like that. <laughs> and then you know, he was the bad guy. Whatever, no, guys. I don't remember anybody in any of the three Rush Hour movies except for Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. <laughs> so if you get, all I remember, I remember you they guys like Skyline. I think that's the second. Look one up or the something. casting. You'll like... see his face, and then you'll recognize who I'm talking about. I'm tr- I've been oh, trying man. to get the casting of Avatar, and I, I stopped when I found out Mark Hamill played Fire Lord Ozai. Blew my mind. <laughs> Mark Hamill? Yeah. What do you mean played fi- Oh, he was the voice. 
Yeah, he was the voice of Fire Lord Ozai. Oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> right? right? Holy shit. That's Isn't that <clears throat> so much more important than Rush Hour? It is. <laughs> it is so much more important. Why did we not pick that up? How did we not look it up ever? I don't know. And I don't know. Because I was looking up the cast right now, and I just typed in Avatar cast, and I saw everybody, and I was like, as soon as I saw Mark Hamill, like, everything else stopped. That's <laughs> I was crazy. Like, All right, Mark uh, Hamill. IGN has it. Go on IGN. Okay. Or nerdiest. I'm look at more Mark Hamill stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, IGN has it. Or you can look up the Netflix, Geeked. You're asking for a lot. I'm, I'm just giving you all the options, bro. You're asking. I mean, you're telling me a lot. What did Chris Tucker do? While you do that, I'm going to talk a little <laughs> bit about... Um, he won a Grammy. I've been watching uh, Squid Games. Uh, I have two episodes left. Show's phenomenal. I, just, oh I got up God. to the episode where they asked him to pick partners. And uh, they, they gave him the, the marbles. And they were like, all right, pick a game. Uh, you guys make up the rules and whoever, you know, wins gets to live. And so they picked partners as if they were going to work as a team. And uh, that was very deceptive. Spoiler. Oh, spoiler. I mean, whatever. Um, no, no, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Spoilers. They picked partners as if they were going to be a team. And then it became a versus. So just the emotional back and forth between, like, the people who picked teams thinking that they were going to be working together. And... Like how they just tried to survive in like humanity. I felt so bad for Ali. Um, that game was the hard. That, dude, that, that episode. That game was one that of the episode hardest. Hit that me game right was in the one feels. of the most emotional. One of the emotional hits because it, it, it was from both yeah. sides. It was from uh, it was from the main character with the yeah. old dude and his like his Alzheimer's and that's then me. Uh, and then Ali getting shafted by like yeah. that smart dude. That's like he's always bragging about it. like oh he went to yeah, business yeah. school. Like he tells everybody that shit. And he used <laughs> um, like Ali's um, good, good nature. nature, and he also looked up to him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, and he yeah he like manipulated him too because he like gave him that money uh, yeah. earlier in the se- in the show and it's just like I gave you that money so like, you know you can trust me and he's just like he didn't have to give him that money and he kind of like abused that yeah the trust yeah definitely <laughs> that little interaction but, dude that, that interaction, was a tough episode man it was um, see that shit I don't know hard. man this is the one I've heard so many people say this is like I saw the episode I was like oh all right cool next episode like I I don't know like yeah but I don't know. <laughs> Damn, do you have no heart? I mean, oh I do, God. but Ali, I was like, I felt like when Ali pulled out them rocks, I was like, "Damn!" But that was you like, I mean, bitch it was, ass everybody saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. come on, it was like, yeah, but still, hey man, I didn't want it to happen. It was survival I of the fittest. They were gonna not do survival it. Survival of the fittest. That's it what, is that's survival of the fittest, so. and every, you you got to do what you got to do. But it, I, I just think the acting was so well done, the script was so well done that it made me feel for both sides and it's just Mm -hmm. like you can't hate one side and then you feel bad for the other side like and then the old man at the end when he finally got some of his memory back and he was like oh well you tricked me but you know what uh here's the last marble you go like because we're gun bays or i think that's right the word they made whatever like i don't i don't know but just gun bays sounds hilarious (laughs) i I just picture like just (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know. I um, I just want to oh, go back oh, real quick. Word. Who was the character oh. from Rush Hour uh, that's in Avatar that you said was memorable? I didn't which, say which, it was memorable. Which character did they, did they play? To me, he's where I most recognize him from. I got you. Which which one? The, wow, you can't tell. 
Okay. The, There's the, I recognize one person. I want to know if it's the right the one. The one fro- the one it's that's Jackie playing Commander Chan. Zhao. Okay, he was in Star Wars, right? Uh, who was he in Star Wars? I'll look it up. Go back and talk about Hunger Games. I mean, Hunger Games, Squid Game. <laughs> Hunger Games. Um, Hunger Games is a Cadmus. great movie. But yeah, so yeah, no, I just wanted to mention that episode. I, it hit me in the feels. That that next game is fucking crazy too. If you haven't oh, well, seen, oh, I it, have or, seen that one. Just get ready. Get, get ready. The, for the, the next one with game. the glass. Yeah. yeah that, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah, that, that was crazy. Was crazy. <laughs> um, very interesting uh, concept. Uh, yeah. We gotta have a quiz of Squid Game episode. Yeah, Absolutely. once I I got two episodes left. I'm sorry. I know I'm. And then we gotta we gotta make a we gotta make our own yeah. Squid Game too. I feel like that'd be fun. <laughs> you know what, Aslam? I apologize uh, for making fun of you with Rush Hour because I looked up who who this man played in Star Wars and he had the most minor role in Star Wars: <laughs> Force <laughs> Awakens. <laughs> he was in the movie for maybe just a few seconds, and I was like, it instinctively was like, like he's in Star Wars. At least he had a movie, bigger he had a, role. He had a main role, yeah. Yeah, in in Rush Hour. In mine, he was just like he worked as part of the resistance. Like the only picture I could find <laughs> is him st- standing next to Princess Leia. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's it with Squid Games. Yeah, dude, that's that's actually sounds like a really good idea. Once I'm done, uh, I know it'll be super <laughs> late for everybody listening, but you know, I'm I'm busy. I'm old. It happens. Well, it's gonna. We got to make a squid game where it's like a bunch of doorways, and it's like you gotta walk to the other side, and then without getting a slammed on, like how we used to do in high school, oh, dunked okay. on. You get dunked <laughs> on. You know what we should do just for just for Islam, We should do like a rush hour like episode. <laughs> a rush hour episode. episode rush hour. Yo, rush hour was great. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I mean, I'm not hating on it. I enjoyed it. That you back seen back in like 1997. That you seen it was, <laughs> it was it Rush definitely Hour one 3? of the best movies from that era. Was that Rush Hour three? What when he was speaking to the blind Which guy where he's like, France? "You, me." Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Was that Rush Hour three or two? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Man, they're all Rush Hours. The, are just it's one the same. It's one big thing. movie. It, it is. <laughs> Let's that's be real. why it's I, one big I movie. said it would be all all of them together. Whatever. All right. Is the third one in France? I feel like what, that's Shanghai the Nights. One I think. China, second one was in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even watching the same. <laughs> second one was in China. Uh, I forgot where the third one was. Tell me, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights isn't the same thing as Rush Hour, except you take out you take out Chris Tucker and put in yeah, Luke. Uh, yeah. Luke, not Luke. Owen. Uh, Owen, Wilson? Owen Wilson. It's the same Owen. movie. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. What? Um. All right. I'm done with my news, guys. Uh, who wants to go next? Oh, man. Man, that shit was crazy. <laughs> I'll go next. <laughs> you want to go or you want me to go, dude? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I got one news story. Um, this uh, Staples Center is changing their name to Crypto.com. Staples Center is no more the iconic building that the Lakers and Clippers have called home since 1999 is getting a new name. Yeah, because staples don't make that money anymore. It's all about crypto. Yeah. Crypto.com paid like uh, they're in a 20-year contract for $700 million uh, just to have that stadium name. That's Trump change for them. Uh, So, I mean, so yeah, I mean, that just shows you like (laughs) where crypto's at. They're like, they're like only 4% of, I just saw this the other day. Only 4% of people around the world own crypto. 
four percent. Wow, that's crazy yeah. small. So imagine yeah. if it eventually, as as it grows, it'll be more, and then it'll be worth a lot more as it becomes mm-hmm. more uh, that usable. Four, that four percent is gonna be as it, as as it becomes more usable for a currency. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man, I finally bought some Safe Moon. Uh, since we're nice. on the topic of crypto, um, easier than I thought. I I just complicated it for myself for some reason. The way I try to buy it. <clears throat> he could have yeah. been had it, but again, I I, uh, I got He's lucky. Trying to remember if that scene was in Rush Hour Three. Or Rush Hour 2. <laughs> I got lucky. Uh, <laughs> it dipped again, so I was able to get it at a good price. Nice. I suggest oh, you nice. guys, if you if you are interested, go check it out. Uh, they have a Safe Moon wallet, so you can buy it directly through there. The process is you can buy a uh, Smart Chain uh, BNB uh, th- directly through the wallet, and then swap it into uh safe moon also like i said before uh just by holding safe moon you get more safe moon coins um i had like um i think i've since buying it i think i've gotten a couple like or like a hundred coins just by holding because of the transactions that people make Um, how long have you had it for a couple uh maybe like a week and a half two weeks Mm-hmm. something like that so uh you get a decent amount because people a lot of people are trading it mm-hmm. and um yeah so it's uh it's pretty good you just you keep getting coins just by holding um so you know that my next my next coin that i want to get is evergrow coin so we'll see yeah. how that works out and uh i'll let you guys know awesome <clears throat> well staple center is no more Staples Center. I grew up with Staples Center, so I mean, it's kind of weird. You know, I, I mean, it's uh, not at the same time. Not that I was, was super like, big into sports, but like you know, I knew what Staples Center was. Like, you know, it, it, like it has a better building. name than Crypto.com Center. I don't know the the Crypto doc Crypto crypt, the dot com yeah. throws it off. It should have been Crypto, but I guess I think they'll probably eventually know, just take off the dot com portion of it. Probably call it crypto building. Yeah, like know, it's it has to be called crypto.com because that's the name of like their thing. Yeah. Or else crypto is just a word, you know? Yeah. But they'll probably call yeah. it like the, I don't know, the crypto court, crypto center or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I remember when I was younger, like crypto center. Remember <laughs> the, um, the, the arena in Jersey, like the IZOD center. Mm. I remember when it was younger, it was the Continental Airlines arena. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. And it changed. And I was just like, oh, at the time, I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, oh, I guess that just happens. And I don't know. Ever since yeah, then, it's, it's still like, sitting there empty, no? I think so. <laughs> that's just because a, of, a waste uh, of space. Well, because the Prudential Center and then Brooklyn is so close, too. Mm-hmm. So they both just take all the business. Um, But, yeah. That's all you had for news, Danny? Uh, yep. All right. Um, so for me, I have some wrestling news, some wrestling. There was a AEW pay-per-view recently, uh, full gear. Some big things happened, um, some of which Brian Danielson is officially the number one contender to the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Nice, nice, uh, nice. He beat, he beat Miro by a technical submission. Uh, there's also a new AEW World Champion. Hangman Adam Page has defeated Kenny Omega. It has finally happened. The prophecy has come true. Um, There was a really good match between CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, and what's it called? Orange Cassidy, um, part of this group called Best Friends. 
uh, are now officially part of this other group from New Japan Pro Wrestling called Chaos. And they have a couple of members that switch back and forth. And this, as a matter of fact, probably tonight, um, I think it's tonight, he's going to be teaming up with the Stone Pitbull Tomohiro Ishii <clears throat> in a tag team match. So that should be, uh, Ishii. Should be pretty cool. Oh, shit. Ishii. Oh, she. <laughs> the Stone Pitbull. Oh, she. <laughs> Ishii. Um, son. Uh, and also, Tomer Ishii just recently won the Never Openweight Championship at Battle in the Valley. Um, that's a New Japan Pro Wrestling title. Um, I just thought this would be interesting. So it's called Never Openweight. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Do you guys uh, ever wonder why Don't it's called remember. Never? Don't yeah, oh, of course not. I mean, it's not much <clears throat> hour. Never now, Openweight. Never it's called never open weight. Ironically, though, it's an open weight title, meaning you don't have to be in any weight class. Interesting, interesting. But it's called never, which makes you think that it's not open weight. Mm. The never is actually an acronym, and because it's a Japanese company using English words, their acronym doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um. So I'm just gonna tell you what it is. The never stands for New Blood Evolution Valiantly Eternal and Radical. Oh, they just never. chose random shit. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's literally cool. all they did. Sense. I remember doing that exercise in grade school. <laughs> <laughs> you write a word so, yeah. down like the long way and then you just come up with words. Yeah, that's that literally start, yeah. that's that's, that's what how, they and, did. and and I guess they never thought that never open weight makes you think that oh it's never an open weight. Something I thought. Uh it's a cool title. I always like that belt. Um also something that I think you guys might find interesting um the inner circle had to go up against uh, men of the year and American top team. American top team being an MMA gym. Really? Um, yeah. Interesting. And they had uh, they had two fighters, former UFC champions, uh, were fighting. Damn. One of which was Junior Dos Santos. Oh. The other, the other was Andre oh, okay. Arlovsky. Okay. Junior so, Dos Santos is a big boy. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, this is his <laughs> second match in AEW. Okay. Um, he he could do a pretty nice drop kick, <laughs> and um, <laughs> what's it called? They also had the man who created American Top Team, um, Dan Lambert, who's just an old man. Uh, one of the one of just he's just an angry old man, and he plays it very well. He knows how to yell at the fans and talk about old school wrestling is better than all the young kids that run around. They're skinny. They don't look like they could pick anyone up. It was great. So um, seeing the inner circle, Jericho and his crew going make a, going up against them was awesome. Um, Arlovsky and Dos Santos look great. Um, so interesting match. Um, that's all I got for wrestling. And it's pretty cool MMA wrestling fusion. Yeah, it's 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 been happening over the years. Every once in a while, there there's a little bit of mixture here and there. Um, and for my last news story, I have. Here, the uh, Game of the Year, I'm sorry, the Game Awards uh, nominees have finally, I don't know, I can't think of English right now. Release? <laughs> yeah, they, they released who the nominees for the Game Awards are this year, Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. Yeah. Um, So I'm not going to run through everything, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you what's the Game of the Year, the nominees yeah. for that one. Okay. We got uh, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Resident Evil Village. Um, those are your nominees. One of those games. I, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I did play a little bit of It Takes Two with Rudy, mm -hmm. uh, and then I played a little bit of Metroid Dread. A friend from work, uh, he let me 
try it out for a bit. Both games seem fun, but they're not necessarily my type of game. Yeah. It takes two. I think I would have had a lot of fun with. I just um don't like playing it's, with people. It's a multiplayer. You have to play with people, and mm-hmm. I wasn't in the mood to play with people, and I was playing with Rudy. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I from I was thinking about playing that Metroid game. How how was that? It's good. I mean, like I said, it's not my type of game, but um, it's it looks great. I played it on the new Switch. My friend uh, from work had had a newer Ooh, Switch. OLED? Yeah, he had the OLED, so he I tried it on there. It looks amazing. Fancy. And um, it's fun. I was never a Metroid do you, guy. Do you notice the bigger screen, or is it just kind of like? Yeah, you actually do. It's brighter. Um, you notice it, and it looks a lot better too. It's a, it's a lot more crisp. It just it looks so much better than the. I still have the base switch, so Danny, your switch is still better than the one I have. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so do you? So would you say like if you had the extra three hundred? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I do plan on getting that eventually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But um, you know, I'm just not trying to drop money for something like that right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you guys want to check out the game awards, just go to gameawards.com, check out the nominees, and you could even start voting now uh, on you know awards they have. Game of the year, you know, best sports slash racing game of the year, best fighting game, best role playing game, best game direction. All those categories are all there. So if you guys want, go out there, vote for whatever you think uh, deserves to win. And that's all I got for the news. Nice, nice, nice. All right, let's jump into the main topic. So, today's main topic is top five Batman. Now, with talking with Dan uh, a little bit before we started the podcast, it seems that we each took that in a different way. Uh, The top five Batman I chose were completely comic book characters. Um, I didn't choose any... um, any like uh, live action characters that portrayed uh, Batman or like voice actors and such. I, it was completely 100% comic book characters. Yeah. Um, now for me, I, I, when I heard uh, that we were going to do this topic, I thought it was going to be anyone who's ever done the cow mm. in any iteration, whether that be comic book, movie, TV show, radio, anything, anyone yeah. that's ever been Batman. So uh, I'm curious, Danny. What did how, what did you do? Did you do comic books as well, or did I, you jump uh, around? I wasn't sure. I was thinking movies and stuff at first, but then I just took uh, the comics. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if we were talking like you know, uh, um, Ben Affleck versus uh, what? What was the other guy? I don't even know. There's a, there's Christian a couple. Bale, Keaton, there's Christian Keaton, Bale, Christian Bale, George, George Clooney, Clooney like, you know, that type of like comparison, or or like comic yeah. books. <laughs> so I just did comic books. Okay. I, don't, I don't really not for nothing. Ones. All of mine are comic book, with the exception of one. Okay. But that one, in my opinion, truly is the best Batman. Okay, I know who so. you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. That's number one right there. Yeah, it has to be. That's top one, yeah. But um, um, So how do you guys want to do this? you want to list what we have? or Why don't we each say one and keep going back and forth? Okay, we can do okay. that. Um, Do you want me to start with the one that I'm mentioning that is not comic book related? Can I guess who it is? Absolutely. You already know who it is. Right, Go Kevin for it. Conroy. Of course it's yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Yes. The animated series, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Who's Batman. coming back, by the way? In the Absolutely. new animated series, uh, can't wait for that shit. But 
Um, that's why when you said like, all right, we're gonna name top five Batman. Anytime you're talking about the best Batman, I don't care what you're talking about. The answer is Kevin Conroy. True, he is the best Batman. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is no, in no particular order. Um, yeah. just the way I wrote them down. Kingdom Come Batman. Nice. I love this Batman so much. Uh, He's such a badass. We come into the story. He's already super old. He has a bunch of bat robots uh, patrolling Gotham uh, because he's old. Uh, And when he has to get back into the cow, he wears an exoskeleton and still whoops ass. Mm -hmm. Batman is forever awesome uh, in Kingdom Come. So um, also one of the best and one of my favorite graphic novels to ever written. Uh, Alex Ross did an amazing job with the fucking art. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Always uh, go check out Kingdom Come. Um, but yeah. Just I go. gotta reread that. Yeah. What you got, Danny? <clears throat> I, uh, uh... This is in no order either. I just, just the way I wrote it down. Um, first one I have is Batman Beyond. Uh, nice. I grew up with that show, and I, I just really like that suit. And how... Uh, I liked how he had like the influence of old man Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, he had like the cane, yeah. and uh, I just remember like coming home from after school and watching that show. And then like he could fly, and he had all this tech and all the the eye, um, you know, software yeah. pretty much. You know, well, I even agree. Terry that's also the character was great. I always thought he was. Yeah, badass, I agree because that's also the, the 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 next one on my list is Batman Beyond as well. So <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah. He's, he's just awesome. Batman Beyond almost made my list. It was very, very close. Like, uh, I do like Batman Beyond very yeah. much, but um, I, I I picked some other ones. All right, go for it. Um, So another one I have is the Flashpoint Batman, ah, Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, that one um, almost made my list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Thomas Wayne Batman. Um, mm-hmm. He's – because we all th- – not always, but some versions of Bruce Wayne's Batman is very – He's just like brutish. Like he goes out, he just destroys things. And Thomas Wayne just takes that to a whole nother level. He's oh, like, no, man. I straight up just, I, I don't care. Yeah, I have, no, I have no morals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, got guns. I run on a his casino and I murder thigh. people. Just yeah. fucking shooting people. <laughs> I mean, his wife beep, is beep, the Joker. Beep. He yeah. has to be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and with that iteration, with like Batman and the question that always comes up of why doesn't he just kill the Joker? Um. And he has his code and whatnot. When it comes to this iteration of like Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne, it's just like, all right, how is he going to kill his own wife? He understands what yeah. she's going through. He's going through yep. the same thing, but in a different way. So yeah. the I, death of their son turned them into what they are. Yeah. You know? So it's 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 very interesting dynamic, and I yeah. I hope someone at some point writes a little bit more about it and expands on that relationship, mm-hmm. which would be fantastic. But um, uh, my next one is Red Death. Um, Red Death is one of the new iterations of uh, Batman from the negative universe, is it? Or the dark universe? Something like that. I think it's the dark universe. Yes. The, or the metal? Metal universe, yeah. yeah. Um, I, don't, I haven't been keeping up with the comics, so I'm not 100% sure. He's the one, he's the Flash yeah. one, right? So Batman yeah. um, has one of the fastest minds in the DC universe. Um this, I'm reading something for you guys about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is Batman, uh, Dark Knight's Metal. Um, so that was the, the run of books, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the DC universe, uh, limit somewhat limited by his mortal body. The Red Death erases that concern, 
As an alternate, Batman gives Bruce uh, Wayne the powers of the Flash. Batman goes insane as he tries to save the crumbling world around him. Bruce betrays the Flash and steals his power, which creates a combination of the two heroes. What happens is, uh, I was reading about this, is he straps the... Because he wanted... He tried to convince the Flash to give up his connection to the Speed Force so Bruce can connect to it. Uh, the Flash refused, so what Bruce did was strapped him to the fucking Batmobile and just, like, drove and did something where he fused them together. And uh, as we know, um, Bruce uh, has the stronger will, so uh Barry Allen's consciousness is trapped within Bruce and he, Bruce has control of the body. And mm -hmm. um, I was reading a little bit more about it and he just ends up killing the entire rogues gallery. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, I remember reading that. Yeah. I remember like when Dark Knight's Metal like was coming out and I was reading the different iterations of the Batman and Batwomen. Yeah. Um, and Which one was that? Red, Red Death. Red Death. And I remember uh, Red Death probably, out of all of them, probably was my favorite. Yeah. Um, he didn't make my list simply because I don't know enough about him. Yeah. Um, From what I read, if I he did seemed, know a little. Yeah. yeah. Like what you described, I remember reading that and I was like, this man's amazing. Yeah. Like he's, he's the one Green of the sickest Batman out there. The Green Lantern one was also fucking sick. That one my was amazing. That one. almost made the list too, <laughs> but yeah. That's the next one on my list actually. And uh, I actually have a little thing that I like pulled up about it. So I might as well, since nice, you mentioned nice. Go it, for I might it. as well. Go for it. Read it. <clears throat> Just a little recap. Um, the Batman, known as Dawnbreaker, first appeared during the Dark Knight's metal event that introduced the Dark Multiverse. The story begins the night Bruce's parents were murdered by Joe Chill. Bruce was chosen by the Green Lantern Ring, which he wanted to use to kill Chill, despite the Ring's mandate against lethal force. He overrode the Ring's programming with his willpower and murdered Joe Chill. In doing so, he violated the first law of the Green Lantern Corps. The Corps was forced to travel to Earth to stop the Dawnbreaker. However, he successfully wiped the entire corpse out before joining with the Batman Who Laughs and his Dark Knights. <laughs> Yeah, that's that sounds like Batman. If you wanted yeah, to I do remember, that, I remember it just that. sounds like a crazy. Oh, like... he's 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 great. He's a. I mean, Green Lantern and <clears throat> Batman are my two favorite superheroes in DC. Probably my two favorite superheroes. Um, and it's just you combine the two. It's like, of course, of course, it's gonna. Be great. I because in the, in the regular comic books here and there, like Batman has been pretty much the only one that's been able to take the ring off of any Green, Green Lantern, Lantern's yeah. finger. And the ring like kind of lets them because the ring has like a, a the ring is like almost like a sentient technology. Mm -hmm. So it, it you need to have like willpower and like be able to overcome fear for the ring to even accept you. So for yeah. him to be able to just take the ring off of like yeah. these people's fingers and the ring letting him is just like an amazing feat on its own. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. He does it in New 52, which is, uh, yeah, which is w one of my favorite scenes. It's like early on in I think the Justice League comic book. It's like yeah. the first or the first or second issue. He just straight <laughs> takes you know, like Hal Jordan's ring. He's like, Oh, this yeah. is how it works. Yeah, um <laughs> All right. My yeah, next turn. one then is uh I'm gonna go with the Red Sun Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. Um Red Sun Batman. It's So Red Sun, he's talking about Superman Red Sun, the uh, the yeah. graphic novel and the the Batman in uh in that one. Yeah. It's it's so he's once again this is there's many iterations of Batman going up against Superman. This is one of the more interesting ones. He uses like um 
he uses like the power of the sun and everything around it. He does everything except the difference with this Batman and all the other ones is he, he the constant smile, which mm-hmm. I think is the funniest thing in the world. And it's because this is so anti Batman. <laughs> Batman's always the dark brooding like character. My... <laughs> and this one, it's just Batman wearing like one of those like snow like hat things and yeah. just the big smile on his face, just like whooping Superman. <laughs> it's it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> always enjoyed it and an amazing comic book for anyone who hasn't read Superman Red Sun. Uh, please, Superman please Red do. Sun is is like up there with Kingdom Come for me. The like Green Lantern of... from Superman Red Sun is my probably my favorite iteration of Green Lantern or one of them. God, I don't remember that one. He he's the one that it's Hal Jordan was trapped in a prison and what he did is he imagined escaping but instead of like just thinking oh I'm gonna go through here he imagined the, the actual work so he's like if it's gonna take me thirty days to dig out of here I'm gonna think about digging for thirty days and he kept on doing all that until he built such a crazy strong willpower they gave him the ring and he's just like oh I'm just gonna create an army of Green Lanterns by myself oh okay yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess because, like, I saw the movie, so I think the movie <laughs> overrode what I remembered in the uh, comic okay, book. Okay. Um, I never I, finished I, the movie. I highly recommend reading the, the graphic novel. The movie wasn't that great. Oh, yeah. that's what, I think that's why I never finished it. I, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. eh, the But no, great. that comic <laughs> book was phenomenal. So good. Phenomenal. Um, but yeah. All-Star uh, Superman as well. Also, oh, I, love, I saw the movie. The movie was fantastic. Comic book is a lot better. Ooh, a lot, and the movie's good. Yeah, the comic book's a lot better. Damn, I gotta go check that one out then. Uh, <laughs> I'm Disco? sorry, Danny. Actually, it's your turn. That's all I think. Okay. Uh, next up for me is Sorcerer King. Um, I just think it's it's awesome that Batman had a little. Uh, we got into the magical realm with Batman. I don't remember um, this one. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, here it is. Uh, I just love this. Uh, so this is on uh, what website is this? Uh, comic book reader, um, and it's just like it starts off the little description of it with "You're a wizard, Batman." Um, <laughs> so uh, Batman occasionally ventures into the supernatural. For example, in Superman, Batman, uh, Sorcerer King, Bruce Wayne becomes a wizard in a world without electronics. Bruce Wayne becomes one of the best sorcerers in the universe. Unlike other versions of the characters that gain immense power uh bruce keeps his sanity which allows him to stay on his virtuous path uh wayne the wizard combines expert sorcery with genius intellect which makes him bat uh which makes this batman incredibly dangerous um i love the artwork that is shown um with this one yeah Uh, sorcerer kings um i i love the fact that it's combining sorcery with batman um just shows that he can do anything uh, and become amazing at it. We've seen him deal with the supernatural and things like um, when Batman had dealt with uh, Just League Dark and John Constantine and how he scared uh, the wraiths or the the reapers. Uh, John Constantine was talking. I don't to remember them. the movie that well, but yeah, yeah, it was just hilarious. They were all around him, and he was, and they were like, "This one has evaded us for too long." And, like, one was standing right in front of Batman's face. He can't see them, but he, then he goes, like, boo. And then, like, the thing gets, like, jumpy, which I thought was fucking Oh, no, it's Batman. Hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Um, Batman haunts ghosts. Like, exactly. that's crazy. Um, <laughs> Batman's badass as fuck. But, yeah, man. Um, it, it, doing this research just makes me want to read all these comic books and uh, mm-hmm. 
get to know all these different Batmans. There was catch up on your. There were so many history. other different Batman, um, like the Hellbat suit one and that one I I read a little bit of, and there's just so many that are amazing. The it's interesting to see all the different variations. <laughs> I uh, I chose the Hellbat. Nice. Too. Um, I just think it's <laughs> he keeps naming all the ones that I chose. <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting that they have like a a dark universe where absolute power corrupts absolutely and batman mm-hmm. is not an exception to that rule which he mostly is most of the time in the comic books uh whenever he does get like uh immense power he's he finds a way not to get corrupted by it um example when he was in the mobius chair or when he became a white lantern and such so yeah um i just like that th- that take is being explored uh, evil batman yeah, I uh, I, ch- I was gonna choose the Mobius chair, Batman too, and I have a little thing, and uh, yeah, that was one of the points I was gonna make too. Like, well, he was a how sick Batman, Batman. The, <laughs> the the great Batman, you know, is corrupted by his, his, his <laughs> the knowledge of the chair. But it says uh, the Mobius chair is a time space dimensional vehicle created by the new god Metron during the Dark Side War. Batman was aided by Wonder Woman in the taking the chair from Metron. When he sat in the chair, he became the god of all knowledge. This led him to seek answers about the anti-monitor to help turn the tide of war. The Mobius chair allowed Batman to fly and teleport anywhere in time, space, dimension, and unlock previously unknown mysteries like the murderer of his parents and the secret identity of the Joker. Batman was corrupted by the power of the chair and began to think of himself as an absolute Batman dealing absolute justice. Yeah, I was reading that. That was one of the last iterations of when I was like reading weekly. I remember like him being in the mo- in the chair, in the Mobius chair, and I was like, my God, like, yeah. this is too much. <laughs> That's too much. Too much. <laughs> Batman's already smart yeah, in the like strategy. Strategic. <laughs> now he knows everything. It's just like he's you can't beat that. I still remember when it happened. Like when he sat in the chair, like the first thing he did, he's like, Who's the Joker? Yeah. And then he and like the whole thing's like, Oh my god. And yeah. it's like they didn't reveal like who it was for like a, a while. I was like, Oh, this is crazy. Like, who is the Joker? How does he know? Spoiler alert, it ended up being three Jokers. Yeah, there oh, were three was Jokers. The answer. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought wow. that was interesting. Yeah. Um. So that was your next one, Danny. I gotta check that. Mobius chair, Batman. Uh. Yeah. That was my my next mm-hmm. one. So how many have I? We've all said three, right? Uh. Four. Yep. I've said four. Okay. Well, one of mine was Batman three Beyond, two? which is the same as Danny's, okay. and then I said two other. Yeah, oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So I guess my next one is Dick Grayson, Batman. Nice. Um, uh-huh, I've always yeah. been a fan of Dick Grayson. I've always liked, the, uh, not always. There have been times where it's like I prefer Dick Grayson over Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I still remember when uh, the whole thing where Batman was quote unquote killed by Darkseid. Yeah. And uh, somebody else had to take up the mantle, and so they had the battle of the cow. Yeah. And in the end, the person that came out on top and defeated everyone and did what he had to do was Dick Grayson. Not only did he do that. Something that Bruce couldn't do before that. Bruce couldn't handle having Damian Wayne as Batman, as Robin. So Dick Grace is like, I got this. <laughs> so he took Damian Wayne <laughs> under his wing, and he was the one to first give him the mantle of Robin. Yeah. Um. So while that was going on, that's when Red Hood was really coming out and like really like wreaking havoc and stuff. And Red Hood being as cool as he is, Dick Grayson was the one who kept him in check the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, 
what was it? The uh, Green Lantern, uh, Black Lantern storyline that was going on. The Batman that was there was Dick Grayson that was <laughs> trying to help and do everything. So I've always liked Dick Grayson. Him as a Batman, I feel like he was a great Batman. Um, I was sad to see when he had to drop the mantle, but I, I get it. Yeah, of course. You know? yeah. But definitely one of my favorite Batman. No, that's a good one. Um, I, I Yeah, I enjoyed I I never actually read it, um, unfortunately, but there's there's just too much. Oh, there's so much because that was happening the same time as what's his name was Red Robin, like he'd become Red Robin Tim Tim Drake. Yeah. So he was trying to find. It was like Batman's not dead. I know he's not dead, and everyone's like, "Okay, Tim." <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. All right, Disco, you can go. Uh, my next one is a Hellbat, uh, like you mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just a badass too, man. Forged by the Justice League, fucking just kick ass, kick ass. Was that man. the one Batman, that he wore when he was uh, trying to get? uh his son's Damian body back. back yep yep okay From i remember Apocalypse. this one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that was a sick one with yeah. the red and everything yeah i just thought yeah, it was yeah, awesome because only... each person in the justice league helped forge it yeah and uh, that was an awesome storyline yeah that was yeah it was so good and and it's just a badass yeah he's like a <laughs> just so kick-ass man. Oh, iron so man ain't got <laughs> shit <clears throat> no nah, right right <clears throat> but he can only wear it for like a limited time because they're like you know taxing on his body. But it'd be cool if he could just stay in that shit. Just <laughs> yeah, it'd be too much power though. Then he's too powerful. You'd lose what Batman is, right? I guess that's why I the guess. Justice League was created. Yeah, so they could stop Batman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, my last one. Yep, the Merciless. Was that this the one? Water I think one? is one the of Aquaman the Aquaman one. No. I think this one is one of the most badass ones I've I've read. I'll read you guys the description. Uh, Batman's fight to end crime in Gotham is often compared to a war. It's fighting. It's it's fitting then the Dark Knight's uh, medal gives fans a Batman that is the god of war. Oh. Uh, Batman dons the helm of Ares and uses the God Killer Sword, uh, two of the deadliest artifacts in the DCU. Uh, Batman becomes the god of war, and resistance is futile in his quest to conquer the Earth. Uh, even before Bruce's transformation, he loses his mind when his love, when the love of his life, Wonder Woman, is mortally wounded by Ares. Uh, this Batman offers a look at uh, one that breaks after one too many tragedies. The idea yeah. of Batman being the god of war is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. it's just like it's it's next level shit and i love mm-hmm. it i love it so much because uh diana prince became the god of war in the comic books um mm-hmm. which i thought was amazing i remember she used to hear soldiers praying to her and giving them strength and shit like that and um batman becoming god of war oh my god it's just it, and being called the merciless Oh, that's just oh, yeah. so fucking. Just, <laughs> Kratos ain't got damn. nothing on him. God damn. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, amen. Man. The merciless. That's that was my last one. Uh, Dan. That is a good one. I I forgot for a second. Once I once I looked him up and I saw the picture, I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember him. Oh man. So that's you said five. Yeah, that was my fifth. All right. Uh, so I, I, I got one more. So my last one technically never held the name Batman, 
mm-hmm. but was a part of Batman Inc., Batman Incorporated, where every country oh. needed a Batman. Batman and Batman. my favorite one was always Batwing. David Zavimbe, yes. Batwing, not not uh, Lucas Harris or whatever his name is. Luke Harris. Well, I said Batman of Africa, so. Fox, Luke, Luke, Lucius Harris was a basketball player. Lucius that Fox. For the Nets. Yeah. Lucas Fox was the uh, Batwing. Is it but Lucas before him, Lucius? David's a, Lucas, I'm sorry, Luke. I keep saying Luke. Luke, the son of Lucius. Oh, okay. Luke was Fox, was yeah. Batwing, but uh, David Zavimbe, um, mm-hmm. Batman of Africa, the Batwing was amazing. Um, yeah. I remember reading that book. I remember, oh my God, this is cool. He had, he had his own stuff he had to deal with uh, in Africa, and then you see how he's trying to deal with that. He he's not rich, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have all the resources of Bruce. He does have some help because of Batman Inc. He has his own like kind of like version of Alfred. That would help him out. It was like it was such a great story, and it was a. I always felt like it was a run that was cut way too short. I wanted to see yeah. that thing keep going. Um, they cut it short, and then they changed it. Batwing became Luke Harris. I mean, Jesus Christ, Luke Fox. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I always wished uh, there was more Davids of him. <clears throat> Batwing was uh, an awesome character. Um, yeah. His suit was pretty cool. Batman designed yeah. it uh, because there's just. A lot of guns in Africa that he has to deal with, so he needed yep. something that was very, very bulletproof. Yes, it um, was. So. And the cool thing, David Zavimbe <laughs> was a cop. Yes. Who, you know, during nighttime or whatever would be the Batman or yeah. Batwing. So, and so he had to great. deal with He's a lot of corruption him. as well within the yep. policing system. Um, yep. So, overall, and poachers, it was a great, which, great story. which I thought was interesting that they brought that in too. So, yeah. Very cool, Batman. Um, Disco, your last one. Uh, my last Batman is actually Ninja Batman. <laughs> it's from the movie that came out in like 2018 or oh, something. Oh, Batman, Batman Ninja. Ninja. Uh, the one where he goes back to feudal yeah, I remember uh, Japan or wherever that was. <clears throat> I like the outfit that he had. Even though it looks more like samurai yeah. but like when I search him, it says Ninja Batman. Yeah, Batman would be oh. more of a ninja. So. I'm, I always remember <laughs> I like his outfit. Cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I did not like the movie, but he he yeah. looked great. Never saw it. The animation style was weird, so never. It's gave it yeah, shot. the movie's not that <laughs> was, good, but. It was, eh. But the outfit, yeah. I really like the outfit, and I like a lot of these figurines and like toys that they made, like her. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, based off. There that. was no, uh, Batman one, Ninja was awesome looking. There's there's one Batman that I thought was cool, um, that I wanted to just like, bring up for a second. The Insider. Um. So this one, the the. So using the knowledge, um, it's not a far leap for Bruce, uh, for Wayne to mimic his teammates' powers. For example, shortly after returning to the land of li- living in 2010, uh, Wayne briefly used a new suit that was equipped with powers of the Justice League. The insider suit gave its user super speed, invisibility, and the ability to both fly and teleport. Plus, the suit had abilities. Um, analogous to the Lasso of Truth and Green, the Green Lantern's power ring. All in all, uh, the Insider was a short-lived powerhouse. Don't know what happened to that power suit. Don't even remember it being a thing. I never seen any articles about it or anything, but it sounds crazy. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it was a short one. It's it's uh, the first appearance I got here was Bruce Wayne, the Road Home. That was when he came back from mm-hmm. going back in time when they <laughs> thought he was dead and stuff. Yeah, but it, one, it's way too OP, way too overpowered. Yeah. I can like, imagine, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. So those have been our personal top five Batman's. Do you guys want to make a, a 
one list? I don't know if we can. They're mm. very different. <laughs> I know one thing. Yeah, there's a little... I know one thing. Kevin Conroy's number one. Exactly. 100%. Um, 100%. Other than that, I mean, we're all going to go with our own what we pick. I think it's good where it is. Yeah. <laughs> How about should we talk about actors a little bit? Do you guys yeah, want to do want. that? If you want. Um, Kevin Conroy number 1. Yeah. Kevin Conroy number <laughs> 1. As of right now, I would say number 2 would be Keaton. In my opinion, 2 would be Keaton. 3 would be Affleck. Um, I would say four would be, uh, Kilmer and then five would, five would be Christian Bale. Um, I wasn't a fan of the portrayal of the Christian Bale Batman. Oh, I hated Christian Bale's Batman. (laughs) Um, and I haven't seen, (laughs) I haven't seen Robert Pattinson, but I'm sure he was going to bump off, um, uh, Christian Bale's Batman. So, Mm -hmm. but once I see him, I'll decide. The way I see it, it's Kevin Conroy number one. Um, you know, Antu. And <laughs> then number three is probably a tie between Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. Hmm. Um, after that, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I mean Val Kilmer, maybe I, I honestly I probably do Adam West. Hmm. Adam West then Val Kilmer. Okay. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a t- it's a tough one. There's a lot of people that have been batman over the years no. yeah yeah no, disco <laughs> are we in a gentleman's <clears throat> club what's happening right now oh god kevin conroy okay okay <laughs> that's it that's, that's all, all you that's, that's, that's you know really what you 100 percent really right <laughs> you you that's a, yeah you, i mean that's you 100 percent right all you that's need really is kevin good. conroy um, all right, let's Mark do final Hamill thoughts. Mark Hamill was Fire Lord Ozai. Those are my final thoughts. Mark Hamill was Fire Lord Ozai. Of course he was. Of course he was. Disco? <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, movie for the week is uh, Alpha. It was a random movie I came across, and I really, really enjoyed. It came out in 2018. IMDb gave it a 6.7, and it's about this. It like takes place back when humans were uh, nomadic, uh, nomadic had a nomadic mm-hmm. lifestyle, and so it's following this boy, and eventually he kind of separates from his his tribe and his pack, and he meets up with this wolf. He saves this wolf. Oh and they yes, yes, friends. I remember this. And. And you really, it's, this, yeah. it's a really fun watch. You really end up feeling for the boy and you, it's uh, it's in another language. It's like a ancient, mm-hmm. you know, whatever language back then. So it's subtitled, kind of foreign, I guess. Um, but a lot of it's like, you know, just the interactions between him and the wolf. And I like think it's so cool that you can have a movie Yeah, the like wolf that. was injured. And, uh, he ends up nursing it back to health. They yeah. build a trust. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this because it was like almost and, the origin story of, um how we domesticated dogs yeah and they and they end up like needing each other to survive so it's like this really they be the alliance and because it's like uh the cold is coming the winter's coming and uh it was just an excellent excellent movie and uh like i said it was just kind of a surprise to me like I, it was a random movie i kind of picked and uh i ended up loving it i i highly recommend it probably one of my favorites it uh 
good watch. It's a great watch. I love when you pick a movie at random and it ends up being a lot better than you thought. That's always a yeah, great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah, yeah. I was just like a random movie with a kid and a wolf, and then I was just like at the end of the movie, I'm like, no. I mean, my fa- <laughs> one of my favorite movies with like a, a person and a dog was um, White Fang. I don't know if you guys ever saw that mm. movie. Uh, it takes place in like um, during like the gold rush. Uh, this guy picks up like a husky, um, but that they they don't really call it a husky. They're like it's a half wolf and whatever, and like you know. And then they had to build like a trust with the dog, and I don't know. It was just interesting. That's what, uh, that movie was the beginning of my love for huskies, um, mm. which was interesting. Oh yeah, huskies are just beautiful, beautiful. Dogs. I like. If I get a dog, I want a husky or a German Shepherd. I like Cujo. <laughs> I heard uh, Stephen King wrote that book drunk as fuck. He doesn't even remember writing that book, and then to this day, that's one of his favorite books because he doesn't remember. Writing <laughs> I can it. see that. He's just I like. Can see st- that. <laughs> um, my final thoughts: um, cereal then milk, or milk then cereal. Cereal than milk. It's funny because I'm not a cereal person, but I just started eating cereal again this week for the first mm-hmm. time in like years. <laughs> um, and yes, I do cereal than milk. Yes, because that is the correct way. The other way, you're just a psychopath. Um, thank you for listening to Los Wise Guys podcast. I, if you like what you hear, follow us on social media, like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Go check out the Los Wise Guys website. Go check out our YouTube page. Thank you for listening and have a great week.